Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Take a Shot with Mm Joy Emma. I am your girl, your host, Mm Joy Emma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you are listening to today's episode, I hope you're listening with some love, some joy, some hope, some peace. If you're not, you already know the drill. I am sending that your way right about now. Happy 2020, y'all. I know we are in February and January came and went and we're in the middle of February. And even right now, I'm recording this the day after Valentine's Day. So we're smack dab basically in the middle of it. Um, But for me, it's been a while since I've been on here. So happy 2020. I hope you've had a wonderful year so far. I hope your year has been turning out to be everything you wanted it to be and more. I hope you're keeping those resolutions, those promises. You know how you do. You know how we do. We make these goals, these promises. And, you know, after the first month, it's like, eh, you know, my spirit don't feel right about it no more. So, mm. But I hope that's not the case for you. I hope that you are living your best life, doing what you need to do to become your best self. Um, Yeah, I have been good. I I wanted to come on here and update you guys about where I've been. And also, this is the start of season five and, you know, start a new season and update you about where I've been and what I've been doing and, and talk about some other things. So let's get into today's episode. where I've been. Uh, I'm not sure if I've like really shared this on the podcast before, but I guess I'll, I'll share it today just in case I haven't. But every year, whatever like church I'm involved in, usually if you're a Christian or part of, you know, a Christian community um, and every year, the beginning of the year, you, we usually as a church set aside a time to fast and that time is set aside so you can fast so you can get closer to God and get clarity about your year and really surrender your year to God and have and just kind of give give God your year and say here it is do with it what you want and um for me amazing things have come out of th- those fasts every single year and so the beginning of this year was no different i with my current church that i'm with right now we went on a fast and one of the things i fasted was from was from food and social media and yes the podcast because that's just what i do i just i just put things on pause for a second to spend time with god to get some clarity about my year especially because this is a new decade and um i want to enter i wanted to enter this decade with clarity and just being closer to god and so that is where i've been i i went on that fast and it was really um i i've received some clarity and insight and more vision about you know where i want to go what i want to do and i'll talk a little bit about that but that's where i've been and i got a lot out of it and some things you know, I'll end up sharing on the podcast some things I won't. But one of the things that I did want to share today was about purpose. Of course, this whole podcast is about goals and purpose and moving forward in 
uh, what we believe God has called us to. And I, I share that. I share my journey on this podcast so that, you know, it, it encourages, it inspires, and it lets you know that you're not alone in your journey as well. But also, this time around, this time that I spent with God, this time that I gave to God, uh, I realized something. And I realized that, and I think I shared this a little bit um, on social media. I think I did. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, regardless, one of the things that really became clear to me was it can be in our seeking God and in our, you know, wanting to walk in purpose and destiny. Um, we can look to our dreams and our goals for satisfaction and happiness instead of God. We can say, if only my life looked this way, then I'd be happy. If only my life lo- looked like this, then I'd be content. And I realized just how dangerous that was because I realized that that I was looking to things and I was looking to a dream being fulfilled or things to satisfy me more than God did. Now, I do understand there's an element to, you know, when you walk in your purpose, you, there's a you know certain part of you that feels fulfilled. But overall, satisfaction, contentment comes from God. And the fast solidify that for me because I just realized like life doesn't always look the way that you want it to. If you want to live a life of joy and peace and happiness, your contentment and your happiness and your joy cannot come from your environment, right? And I live a great life with no complaints. Like, you know, I'm very blessed. But at the same time, like we all have dreams and we all have things that we want to see and we want accomplished. And as we're pursuing these goals and dreams, it's so easy to say, oh, if my life looked this way, then I'd be happier, right? Because there can be um, a discontentment and and it happens from time to time because you, you want to be in a certain place in life and you're not. And life doesn't look the way you expect and, and all those things. I know that I struggled with that for a long time. And so I realized I was like, look, listen, if God does not satisfy me, nothing in this world ever will. If if my relationship with God does not satisfy me, nothing will. No dream fulfilled essentially will satisfy me. No amount of money. And, and I know we hear people say that, but I genuinely know that. I believe that. that no amount of money. It's nice to have nice things and it's nice to, you know, not have to think about a bill being paid or whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, you know, you do, you have all these things and then what? You know, your dream is fulfilled. You've lived the life that you want to live and then what? And so I realized like it's important that our goal and our primary place where we we look to and we we focus on is God. I, I, that became so clear for me because I was like, once that's in line, once I have that, um, I'm centered spiritually, I'm centered in my relationship with God, everything else falls into place because my priorities are in order. And um, and so I realized that like, I'm still about dreams and purpose and death. I'm all about because those things are important. They're important to living, you know, life to the fullest. They're very important. And I'm all about that. But I'm also about 
Like, hey, where do you ultimately get your joy from? Because life isn't always, you're going to have really great seasons and then you're going to have seasons where life sucks, but you have to have a constant, right? You have to have a place of stability in your life that no, regardless of whatever season that you're in, you have this place, you have this solid rock, you have this foundation that you get your joy, your peace, your satisfaction, your contentment from. And for me, that is God. And so that became really clear to me that um, in 2020, I wanted that to be a main focus for me and for everything to come from that place. And so that's what I've been working on. It's just like, this is going to be a main focus for me so that I'm not looking to the dreams that I have in my heart, or I'm not looking to possessions and things and material things or whatever to say, well, if my life looked like this, or if my life looked like that, then I'd be happy. No, uh, I have a great life now. Um, and I'm blessed now. Uh, and that's because of my foundation. And so that became what's one of the things that became really super duper clear to me um, during my fast and some of the things, uh, but I will share at another time, but I just wanted to share that with you. And so that's one of the things that's been going on. As I said, Valentine's Day was yesterday. And you know what, y'all? I had, yesterday was a really different day for me. People call Valentine's Day Single Awareness Day. And I really, really did feel that way. And and I was, I've been walking through just having peace on Valentine's Day and all of those things. But I think yesterday was the first time that I really was like, I am good. Like yesterday was a moment for me, y'all. And it wasn't like a deep, a deep thing or anything. It was just like, I'm good. Like I don't, I, I love love and I love seeing people be in love and celebrate the loves of their life and celebrate their families. I think it's beautiful, but I didn't feel... I don't know. I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel, oh, you know, usually there is that element. I have to work through that. But this time I I didn't, y'all. I, I felt satisfied. I felt I felt content, like, like for real. I didn't feel I didn't even feel comfortable calling it single awareness day because, first of all, I know I'm single, but <laughs> I I just felt like, you know, this is a beautiful day. It's celebrating love. And I'm a part of this day because I am loved. And it wasn't like I was forcing myself to to believe that. I genuinely believe that. I believe that I'm loved. I believe that God loves me. And so if Valentine's Day is a day of love, then I'm loved too. And so, you know, I like, you know, I celebrated it with everybody else. Like, you know, people that were celebrating their love, I loved it. And um, I lived my life. I went to work. I did what I needed to do. I felt no type of ways about it. I am loved. And so Valentine's Day is a great day for me, too. And, and, you know, I woke up in the morning and I spent time with God and realized, like, that's the truth. Valentine's Day is for me, too. I am loved. It's not Single Awareness Day because I'm not unaware that I'm single any other time in my life, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I felt content and I felt satisfied. And and it wasn't a thing of like I had to force, you know, because sometimes you say you're content, you're satisfied, but really you're not, you know, but you, you're saying it in faith because you want to get to that place. Um, But yesterday I really was like checking my, you know, my my reflecting and just checking my feelings and see where I was. And I was like, I really like I'm like, it's a great day. It's another great day to day celebrating loved. I am loved. I feel loved. And so that's that. And I celebrate with others their love. 
and I don't feel incomplete. I don't feel, you know, like less of a woman. Like I, you know, I'm blessed. And so I was really happy (laughs) yesterday. And uh, it feels good to say that because I think for a long time, I, I did an episode on, you know, contentment with singleness. And that was a struggle of mine for a long time because again like I I think I mentioned it on that episode that a lot of people would say you know you should be content but I didn't know how to get there and yesterday was I don't know like I just was like bless up to everybody celebrating love I love it I love seeing it I was happy to see it I thought it was beautiful but also I was like I'm a part of this because I'm loved too and nobody else can love me and I believe that like nobody else can love me the way I'm loved right now the way God loves me and it's a it's a great place to be in where you know that regardless of of the mistakes that you make or what you do that you are I'm never alone and that I'm always loved and that I can never be more loved and no Nobody can love me any more than God does right now. It is such a great place to be aware of that and and to live life from that space, you know. And so it's not that I don't have dreams or desires, you know, of a, of a family someday and all those things, but I'm not looking to that, again, talking about contentment. I'm not looking to that to bring me satisfaction now. I know where that ultimately comes from. And I want to keep, you know, working on that and growing in that this year for real, because it feels great to be in this space at the start of 2020. It really does. And so with that being said, y'all, you know, all these things are good and great, but also there have been some things that, you know, haven't been so great this year. And um, one of those things are at the literal start of 2020, y'all, I got in my first car accident ever in life. Um, And my first and my last in Jesus name, like my first and my last, but yeah, I got in my first car accident and, um, thank God I came out on scathe my car. That's done, (laughs) but I'm good and I'm well, and I'm really grateful for that. And I say that because I remember the time I, I shared this. I think this was the last episode I shared on some of the things I went through, Um, at the beginning of the decade, last decade, and how I literally almost died. And so this is just another, another, you know, time where I'm like, you know, man, you know, I was covered. God kept me again. So I'm super grateful. I'm super thankful. But not only that, you know, Kobe Bryant and his daughter just died and they were living life not doing anything out of the ordinary like they were going I think to um something for his daughter's uh basketball game I believe and his him his daughter and everybody else on the plane on the helicopter or the plane died suddenly unexpectedly and I remember like receiving that news and and seeing it on my phone and I remember like I was laying in bed and I remember just shocked and just like literally like flying up like (laughs) because I was just because I was in in shock um because I was like what Kobe what that what and his baby girl like what she was like 13 what I was really shocked about that and um now I know nothing about basketball child I don't know sports you know I'm not into it but you don't have to be into sports to know how much of 
a legend Kobe was. He was a cultural icon. And his loss, man, deeply impacted a lot of people. Even people that I know in my life right now are still in mourning over this man like they knew him personally. That is how much uh, of a legacy he left. And um, I don't know, you know, after the accident, after Kobe, it just made me appreciate life even more. And it made me be thankful because, again, tomorrow is not guaranteed, y'all. Our days are numbered. I've said that so many times. And I will continue to say that, that our days are numbered. You don't know when you're going to leave. Like, they didn't expect to leave. I didn't expect to get in a car accident. Like, you just don't know. I love that people started realizing that they needed to be thankful for just the ability to get up in the morning, get in your car, and go places and come back and be safe. Like, that is a blessing in itself. And it is a blessing from God. And I love that people started, like, seeing that. And, um, um, it's made me be just that much thankful that I'm still here, right? And I'm still, you know, breathing and I'm alive. And not only that, like I'm, you know, walking and talking and, you know, I was unharmed. And it just makes me grateful that, you know, I get up, I go to work, I come back, I get up, I I, I step outside for any reason and I come back. And so, I don't know, I'm, I was just really grateful for that. And just to not take it for granted and to be intentional. I've said this before, but man, this made me reinforce that for me to be intentional about the way that I want to live my life. I love that uh, everyone that has talked about him has talked about him in light of the positive impact that he's made. And that's what you want, y'all. I, I don't think it's too early to talk about the legacy that you want to leave. To, you want to leave. And I think that you can absolutely be intentional about the way that you want to live your life because you don't know again, when you're going to go. And um, I think that it's really important to think about the way that you treat others. I think that it's important to consistently grow and learn and change and evolve uh, and be the best person that you can be on this earth and be intentional about that. Because again, tomorrow's not promised. And it's not to live in fear. I don't believe in living in fear and saying, oh my gosh, I don't know. And you know, whatever. But I do believe in just being like, I don't know. And so I want to love well and I want to live life to the best of my ability. When I'm leaving, I don't regret anything. I, I want to live with intentionality and I want to live with, with, love and kindness and purpose and and all those good things. So I know that sounds like, I don't know, I don't know what it sounds like, corny, whatever, but it's just the truth. This stuff is real. Like it just is. And I, I'm so happy that it, it started to open people's eyes to start to see like tomorrow's not promised and, you know, be, be grateful, be grateful that you can get up and, and go out and come back and um, choose. How do you want to live your life? Like you can't say, I'll do this tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow because you don't know tomorrow's not promised. And so um, live life well, live life well today because you don't know. You don't know when you're going to go. But then also out of all of this was the Gail King interview with Lisa Leslie. Mm, ciao. Um, I have my two cents on that. And I want to share that really briefly. Like I debated a little bit if I wanted to even share my thoughts. But I was like, you know what? I learned something from this. And I kind of want to share that with y'all. You know, it was just last year that people were praising 
Gail King for her R. Kelly interview and her professionalism in the interview. When he was doing what he was doing, how calm she was, how professional she remained. And we praised her as a Black woman, you know, in that light, you know, being as, you know, professional and, and all of that. And yet, Gail doing her job again, being trying to be as professional as possible, was highly scrutinized. Now, let me say this. Do I believe it was the right time for Gail to ask such questions? No, it wasn't. She shouldn't have. I do not agree with those questions at that time, period. Those questions should not have been asked. However, I do find it interesting how the same people that were praising her one minute were cursing her the next because of her mistake. And mind you, like I said, it's a really sensitive time and that shouldn't have been done. And that shouldn't have just been a Gale decision. I don't know. The people behind the scenes should have also known this is not the time, but that's it's not all on Gale. She, there's a whole team that does all this. She's not sitting there writing the whole thing. So the people behind the scenes should have also known that's not the time. We need to cut that out. But that's neither here nor there. But I also thought that it's really interesting how people praise you one minute and then when you make a mistake, they curse you the next. And one thing that that reiterated to me and reinforced to me was just like you learning not to take people's praises to your head, not letting people's praises get to your head and their criticism get to your heart, especially people that don't know you, don't know your intent, don't live life with you. That made me, that made, that reinforced that for me. Dr. Brene Brown, I was I'm watching an interview she did a while ago and she had said she has like a tiny piece of paper and she writes down the names of people of whose opinions matter to her. And the people whose opinions matter to her are people that live life with her, people that know her. So people that have good intentions for her. So when they're praising her, it's coming from a pure place. Uh, and when they're giving her some sort of critique, it's not coming from a, from a place of hate. Um, it's coming from a place of love, the love that they have for her, the life that they see her, the, the life that they see her living. And so she's able to take their opinions and their criticisms because they know her and they and they live life with her. And that's just a reminder for her of these opinions matter. And everybody else's, she just leaves them. And at that just was like, girl, live by that. That just reinforced that to me of just like people's praises, leave them there. People's criticism, leave them there. And only value the opinions of people that live life with you and have shown that they are coming from a good place. And, and that takes trust and history and life lived together to be able to say that about someone. And so people like that are few and far between. That's why she had a tiny piece of paper, because it was like there are very few people in her life that are like that. And so, again, like I said, I don't agree with the questions being asked because, again, it was it's not the time. But I just think that it's interesting how she was not given grace at all. She was not giving mercy at all. I do I do love that Snoop Dogg ended up apologizing for that. And I was like, yes, growth. But again, it just reinforced to me that 
hey, you know, people going to praise you and people going to curse you. You going to make mistakes. And the same people that praised you, they going to curse you too. <laughs> so um, I think a, a video, I think I also watched a video of Maya Angelou saying this as well. I forgot where I watched that, but again, it just, it, that's been popping up and it's just been like, man, I'm, I'm receiving that. And I guess I just want to like share that, you know, uh, yes, I understand J- Gail could, shouldn't have done it, but the hatred and the vitriol she got for that, for not, not for intentionally harming somebody, but for doing her job to the best of her ability, but just, you know, making that mistake of not knowing the right time and, 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 you know, not thinking it the whole way through without ill intent, mind you, the way she was attacked for that just made me realize like, fam, fam, (laughs) fam, you know, people's words, (laughs) you just, you know, just let them sit right there. Don't take them. And that there's certain people in your life who, whose words matter to you um, because they live life with you. Those people are important. Everyone else, you know what I'm saying? Let that be that. So that just reinforced that for me. And what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the whole, on the whole shebang? I know it's kind of over. I think it's kind of over now. No one seems to be talking about it anymore, but I just want to bring it up anyway. And I still want to hear your thoughts. So you already know. I'm on Instagram at Emma Twitter, Snapchat. Also, you can send me an email at takeashotpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts. Also, if you enjoy this uh, podcast, if you enjoy your listener, definitely, definitely take some time to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts because when you do, it just lets others know about the show as well. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you share it with your friends and your family. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. As you know, I cannot wait to talk to you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was finna write a song, but I've been hella stressed. But I looked in your eyes and noticed I'm hella blessed. Staring at you on the set plane. I ain't worried about that thing. Cause you got me feeling like the Wayne White in 03. Yeah, you and me, we got the heat. So bump all that anxiety. But you hit to the side of me. I feel like I'm gliding. And honestly, look, I don't want you saying that you had a better chance without me. That you wish you had made plans without me. Look, I hate to make this song about me. But I really wanna tell you that. Tell me what it ain't Trigger happy, you looking by I might just detonate yeah. Tell them dudes looking far back Kidding and kill, I need all that Let them call, but don't call back Let them call, but don't ooh. I don't want you saying that you had a better chance without me That you wish you had made plans without me Look, I hate to make this song about me But I really wanna tell you that I'm